Worship Union is for all worshipers hungry to move in more of the presence of God in their daily lives and communities. Hi, I'm Susie Urai. And I'm Molly Williams. Welcome to Worship Union Podcast, where we interview some of the most beloved worshipers on the planet. They're dear friends who are changing the world with their music and worshiping arts. Molly and I have had a blast traveling together for over 25 years, leading worship and coaching worshipers worldwide while cultivating relationships with these passionate Jesus lovers. Our goal is to mine the gold in the hearts of these friends and allow the vulnerability of their interviews to inspire and bring hope to you, our fabulous listeners, for a deeper worship union with Christ. This is Season 1 of Worship Union Podcast, Episode 12, John Mark McMillan, Part 2. Okay, uh, uh, oh, how do you, oh, mountaintop experience. Mountaintop experience. Hmm. Okay, so let me, I, I'm going to answer this question. I'm going to like totally re. Sure, sure. I'm, I'm going to answer the question in a different way than it's probably meant. But I had this thought the other day about what is on the mountaintop. Hmm. There's most of the time there's nothing there. I love that you had this thought. You know today. what's on the mountaintop? <laughs> you know what? Uh, well, <coughs> I've been to a lot of yeah, mountaintops. Yeah. Well, what you get on the mountaintop is an incredible view of the valley. So that's even on the mountaintop, that's all you, always all, what you're going to get. You get the valley. So it's uh, like you know what I'm saying. Uh, Everything good happens in the valley, even on the mountaintop. You're the, looking at the valley. You're looking at the valley. Yeah. So I love the mountaintop uh, thing, but I'm trying to learn how to enjoy the valley. Because even on the mountaintop, you're just looking back and be like, oh, I was there. Oh, man, it's That's beautiful. Good. Oh, that place I was, it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. You know? So, yeah. yeah. Just, that's awesome. So. Mm. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mountaintops so, are cold and windy. I know. <laughs> really, I know. when you get down to it. <laughs> and and well, you can keep on going. I think. And there's do. always another one. Yeah. And then you. Yeah. But yeah. some mountaintops have beautiful yeah. lakes. Oh, I love mountaintops yeah. in real life yeah. and in the metaphor. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. a metaphor. Yeah. yeah, they can keep you going. Yeah, they can. Yeah, yeah, that experience. Mm-hmm. No, mine has. I can basically, basically I had one. Say that. Yeah, I had that I think, experience. Mm-hmm. That was a gift for me to keep yeah. going or whatever. I think what yeah. keeps me going is I, like I love. <laughs> I've done some big events and things, and mm-hmm. I did big worship events and. They're great. I, there was a point when I made a conscious effort to veer away, not to turn my back on those things, mm-hmm. but to like concentrate my energy in another place. Yeah. And so we started doing more and more of that and less and less of the big worship mm-hmm. things. And then there's a moment where I was like, if I don't engage with the big worship stuff, I'm not going to get the big, those big opportunities. Mm-hmm. But I was like, but I really love what I'm doing over yeah, wow. here. And so, you know, we're playing clubs, like four or 500 people. It's not the big, and I have friends who are doing like stadium stuff. And every now and then I see them doing the stadiums. Like, man, I wish I was doing that. And then I'm like, no, nah, not really. I like, I actually love, I mean, yeah, if I couldn't sing, if I couldn't do what I want to do. Right. It's so much more fun with my four or 500 people to do the stuff we do. You're bringing- every now and then it'd be nice to get to sing one song up right. on the big stage. But honestly, it's so much more fun to be in a sweaty room with a bunch of people like screaming lyrics to all the songs, right. and talking about our doubts, and then praising God because 
you know, because we don't understand, not just because we're pretending that we do, right? Like that's, that's exciting right. to me. It is. It's all that. We get all this, you know, nuance down here and we can get kind of messy. Um, and you don't really get to do that. I mean, in my when I was younger, I thought, maybe we still can. I thought, I'm going to do it my way and it's going to go up here. And I had a couple of those types of things. But I realized. Well, you could do my way. Yeah. I mean, I do. You that's my, my karaoke. <laughs> you did it on my birthday. I know. <laughs> That's my karaoke yeah, song. I know. <laughs> but yeah, so but so my mountaintop experiences a lot of times are like just a really singing and having this experience with a bunch of people in some mm-hmm. random city. We go in, right. might be Chicago or Portland or Atlanta, or, you know. We go in and it's and we do a, a bunch of songs and we'll end up. You always get, God a little you, bit. Get, you get people thinking. That's one mm-hmm. reason why I wanted to do this podcast yeah. with you because I'm thinking about. Well, I'm thinking about what's your mountaintop now. Yeah, Mine yeah. changed. And yeah, I have had a few, and they did carry mm-hmm. me. But it's been hard for a few years now, and um, so then I have an, I have a, I have other mountaintops now, mm-hmm. and I don't live for those because I know that's yeah. just a part of me that will just bring some kind of exciting. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the the real life is yeah. when you're you're pushing through. Yeah. yeah. Well, stuff and I was also in a little trying bit to of get a, your joy, keep yeah, your joy, keep your joy. <laughs> It matters. It matters. <laughs> but I was honestly kind of in a little bit of a um, sort of a transition time period. Just I was on the I was on the threshold of a change. Mm-hmm. Um, when you, when you get older and you have kids, the touring life and that kind of thing gets more complex. <laughs> and um, I would say, yeah, yeah, it does. And it's not. I mean, you can do the music thing forever. I do remember I was talking to a friend of mine a while back about how I wanted to do stuff before I was at a certain age, and he was a good bit older than me. And he said, "Well, you know." You can do this for a long time. And I realized, oh, crap. He thinks I was saying that you get too old. But it's not. But there is a point when your responsibilities at home become complicated with the other stuff you're trying to do. Um, I'm not here. I'm not physically here. Mm. And it sort of doesn't matter that I'm making money while I'm gone. Sometimes I'm not. But <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I'm, I'm joking. But you're out doing the thing. like, and It's not joking, but not joking. Well, I mean... I could always make money going out, but I like to I like to do things the way I like to do it. I love that. It's not always cost effective, but um, Dan, not because it's more comfortable, but because it's doing things the way I believe in it. You know, yeah. like and the way that you believe yeah. in yourself yeah. doing what your yes. your gift yes and how you want people to receive it. Yeah, but I was on the I was on the verge there it. of trying to figure out how this is like, how would I do is going to work in middle life with kids who are getting mm. older. And, um, you also realize like my son is 14 and four years to be 18. He can be out of the house. So it's like, do I want to four be gone? I do I want to be gone all the time? Right. It's like, I, I'm fine right. to be gone some of the time. Yeah. Part of the time, but I don't want to be gone through his, you know, no. next four years. Cause then he might be gone. You know, what's the song, right? The cats in the cradle. Whatever. And the zoo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but and so I and so honestly, then we went into the COVID years when you know I didn't tour or play for two solid years. Right. We didn't, you know, and that's right. what I loved. And so honestly, I, I don't remember a lot of mountaintop experiences. Like mm. the last since twenty, so I took about a not a year off. I was doing plenty of work. I was writing and mm-hmm. doing lots of stuff, but most of eighteen and nineteen. Mm-hmm. So my last big tour was in like 17, 2017. And so I didn't do much those years as far as I did a lot, but as far as what I loved the most, I didn't do much of it. 
So I don't know that I've had a lot of mountaintop experiences in mm. what I do. And maybe that's why I'm rethinking what a mountaintop experience yeah, is. Right. You know? This is really hard. It, it is very difficult. I'm sure you know this. No, I'm not sure. Like, I know you know this. And you do too. But <laughs> there is this endorphin rush when you're on the stage and you're singing and your people are singing and you're sure, I know that. leading sure this thing. Like, <laughs> and it's like a roller coaster. You're a little bit nervous uh-huh. before you go out there and you go out there and you do something that's, you know, your mm-hmm. body thinks it's dangerous. Like the, your chemicals think it's dangerous because mm-hmm. you're in front of all these people and you could mess up. And so you have this, it's not a fear. I mean, some people have a fear. A lot of people have a fear, but it's not a fear as much as it's just, it's like riding a roller coaster or climbing a dangerous mountain. I love mountain. that nervousness. It's the, it, the I like yeah, it. it's great. It's one. It's the butterflies. It's I, like of, I tell the my kids. As I tell my kids, it's part of the fun. Yeah, that's, that's what it. makes it yeah. exciting. Is that you don't know what's going to happen. Right. I don't think I'm going to get like hurt or killed or something. But you're still you're nervous because you're going in front of all these people. You go out and you do it, and it's so fantastic. You walk off and you you feel the mm. the rush. And it's not. I think some people don't, and not that it's whatever. But I feel like a lot of people in church talk about how. Um, be careful. Don't get addicted to the applause. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's not the applause. Like, I love the connection you feel. I love Like, it serving too. people in a way, like, I can make an entire room feel like they're experiencing. one. They are together and they're yes. experiencing something from God yes, at the same the time. Part. And it's literally like, they've done, um, there's some pretty, and they're pretty, like, uh, mainstream. This isn't, like, weird science. Like, it's like, I think Time Magazine has has an article about, what happens in your brain when people sing together? Like it's, it's like, yes, it's yes, pretty basic, yeah. it's pretty basic, straightforward, yeah. like biology. Yeah. Like there's really something that happens in those moments that yes. doesn't happen otherwise. Right. And that I've is a good rush. Yeah. For that whole I know. Thing. I have. It's wonderful. Isn't it? and, yeah. Uh, you know, there's something it, it's, yeah. there is. When you I know, hear a choir, all yeah. the endorphins in my brain go yeah. crazy yeah. and I get yeah. so happy. It can yeah. be whatever song it yeah, is. Yeah. It's when I hear, a really good choir singing, even mm. if it's a recording or live, yeah. any concert or church, and then singing Special. with them. Yeah. And then I go to different levels. Like mm-hmm. first I hear it and then I'm like, oh, this is yeah. moving me. And then I start singing and I moved more. Mm-hmm. And, and if I'm actually on the stage doing it, yep. I moved more. Oh, yeah. I love <laughs> and I love being moved by what you're, the way you're explaining it is yeah. so good. And we all do. Mm-hmm. And maybe some people are doing it for the money. Of course they are. It's we're in this world. This is the world we're in. Yeah. But the people that I love and know, and this is why I want to do yeah. this. I mean, we are doing it for everything yeah. you just said, and it's well, such a wonderful, yeah. wonderful, wonderful thing to know that that that's what you're doing it for, and your gift. And that rush to me is feeling that your that exchange and that connection, yeah. and then of course the atmosphere. Yeah. Like the last concert, mm-hmm. I will. I'd go to more of yours, but mm-hmm. you're kind of too far. But that last one, man, I felt that whole room the whole everything because i knew you too i was like oh man his life then the people all singing knowing all the words and that was just like i started crying i was laughing i was jumping (laughs) i was weeping so i'm we're in the experience and and we're we know that you're not doing it for other reasons Mm -hmm. i think that for me more people are coming into (laughs) that now yeah i think more more of us people Mm -hmm. we know too and th- I feel like for for the world, I mean, I'm just being sure, sure. For the world, it's going to be really, really mm-hmm. great in the future. Yeah. We we really need people like that. The musicians and the artists, 
all of us yeah. and, and more to, mm-hmm. to bring us into an experience because we're connecting to something bigger than ourselves. Yeah. And, and that's, that's why, that's another reason why mm-hmm. I wanted to do this to encourage sure. younger people to uh, how we do yeah. it and what we feel. And we do believe in the Holy spirit. Mm-hmm. And like, I felt God in that concert mm-hmm. and you don't even have to say it. It, it's you. It's and I. I mean, I know that I sure. know you, but I know people could walk in and not know anything about God or know anything about mm-hmm. you, and connect with something. And that's yeah, important sure. to me. Yeah, that's me really important yeah. to me. It's a. It's a uh, visceral. And, yeah. Sort of. It's. It's not just an experience you have with your brain. It's an experience you have with your body. And it's yeah. inspiring. It's your, you're allowed to have yeah, your a soul, lot of, your, body. your whole self. Yeah. It's a sort of a. I don't say holistic because it's people, not quite. But it's, people are yeah. hungry for it. They're craving it. They yeah. want it. Yeah. They need it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need it. Yeah. And I do like the sound yeah. of my own voice. I know yeah. that sounds so weird. Well, why my you, own why voice like soothes me and heals yeah. me. Yeah. Well, it's not. I mean, it's one thing to like be excited about. Like, why would like why would I want? Why would I expect someone else to like what I do if I don't like? It? <laughs> right. That's okay. Right. Voice. And so it's like it's like I want to like it. I think what's different is. <laughs> I also think people get in their head about motivation. Sometimes I'm like, don't worry about why you're doing it. Just do the right thing. <laughs> right? Like, let your let what you do be sort What's of a motivation? byproduct of your life. And don't, don't think. I'm just, What's your motivation? Don't, some nights I'm doing it for the money. Some nights I'm doing it for fun. Some nights I'm doing it yeah, with purpose. Yeah. I think at the end. I mean, yeah, you know, it is. There is aspects yeah. to sometimes yeah. it, it's a job mm-hmm. also. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah. you can't totally. escape that, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you're going to yeah. feel it. I'm yeah. Gonna, and then yeah. sometimes it's above a job. Right. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. And that rush. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah. And what, what's happening in the moment is not always the most important. Like, but yeah. in the yeah. long run, you're like, I, I, I don't know why I did that, but I did the right thing. And that's what matters. Yeah. Because you're always changing and. You know, yeah, for sure. You know, so for when sure. I'm tired, I'm definitely doing things for the wrong reason. When I'm <laughs> not tired, I'm doing things for the right reason. It's sort of like it's, it's a feeling and it comes and goes and feelings are awesome and mm. sometimes terrible, but they all sort of come and go. I think sometimes some people get into terrible. motivation. I think, yeah, it is easy when people are really successful, really young to think more of themselves than is true. Well, yeah. But, you know. <laughs> When you're really young. Yeah, I know. Well, it's easy to do when you're old, too. But Yeah, but it's a little easier older. to let go when you're older. Well, you have more stories when you're older. And you to count, count, Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, no matter how good I am at this age, I got plenty of stories to contradict. So. When you're young, you don't, you, don't have, you don't have as many failures to, like, you know. But as you get older, oh, you collect those, Lord. right? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. The failures started really young for me. I learned it, but I grew up fast. I don't mind that. Yeah. 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 Erase it all. Are we yeah, good? Yeah, we're good. Oh, we got to do the speed round. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. You want to do it? Speed round. Woohoo. Speed round. Woohoo. Sure. Just speed. do Just do it. Okay. You can't think a lot. Okay. You just got to yeah. blurt it out. Yeah. Uh, speed what, round. Woohoo. What did you want to be when you grew up? What did I want to be uh-huh. or what do I want to be? What did you want to be when you grew up? Um, As a child, what did you want to be? I first wanted to be a fighter pilot. Okay. Then I realized they killed people. I thought, no, I don't want to be a fighter pilot. <laughs> then I wanted to be a detective. Then I realized uh, that was really, well, you'd be a good detective. really hard to, you know, yeah. Um, 
and then I wanted to be, um, what did I want to be? Then I wanted to play baseball, but I didn't practice. So. Yeah, you're a songwriter, <laughs> singer-songwriter. Yeah, no, I'm a songwriter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you could play any other instrument that you don't already play, what would it be? Uh, the piano would be awesome. Because yeah. then I could I could compose and I could write and do a lot more. Yeah. Yep. Piano's good. Ditto. I hear Elvis. I hear the dog. <laughs> uh, what's your number one book recommendation? Number one book recommendation? Yeah. Well, it sort of depends. Because yeah. people at different stages in life probably need different things. But where I'm at, right I now, think my yeah. favorite book right now is Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. Oh, okay. so I do like Victor Frankl. Answer to me. Uh, what's on your continue watching on Netflix? My continue watching. I don't know if it's on Netflix, but I definitely rewatched uh, The Watchmen on HBO. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah. The more I think about it, the more I think there's a lot of Christian fans who are not going to want to watch that one. <laughs> All right. But if you, like, if you like Game of Thrones, you like any of that kind of stuff, oh, watch, you'll be Cameron fine will with love The Watchmen. It. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There's, yeah. What song but, can you listen to on repeat? On repeat. Um, My Way by Frank Sinatra. Ah! There you go. Any genre? What's your favorite? What's your current favorite artist and song? Mm, I don't know. That's really hard to say. Yeah. Lately, I've had a hard time listening to music because I'm thinking about music and I can't listen to music while I'm trying to make um, music. Yeah. Because, well, I mean, just even practically, I can't write a song with the radio on. Right. Of course. And, and um, I've so, heard, I've had other songwriter friends who say yeah. that same thing. Yeah. Yeah. It distracts me. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get the song started. And then when you need a break, I'm like, I don't need music because I got did music all day and I'm worn out. I don't want to be quiet. Yeah. What's your favorite verse in the Bible? I don't have like a favorite verse per se, but one of my favorite things ever written is uh, the whole chapter of John 1. Mm -hmm. It's like the most beautiful poetic beautiful. Uh, thing. I think I I think it's one of the most important things ever written in the history of humanity Ooh. personally. That's good. Good. It's pretty unreal. I could talk for 10 hours on We're going to do that podcast already. next. Yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling that. Yeah. Uh, let's yeah. see. Who would who would your dream collab be with? My dream collab. That's really hard because like I'd love like Bob Dylan or Springsteen. <laughs> yeah. But it's also sort of like. That's not hard. You came up with those. I yeah. I think Springsteen. <laughs> I'm thinking Springsteen. Yeah. <laughs> But I Jack, Jack Antonoff would be. Oh no, I'd love I'd love to work with him cool? for sure. Yeah. Uh, who would your Let's see. If you had an unlimited supply of one thing, what would it be? <laughs> an unlimited supply of one thing. <laughs> uh, Don't say toilet paper. No <laughs> energy. I know. I just I wish I was never tired, and I wish I could work all night every night. And I love. And I wish that. I'd go to the gym and not get tired. And mm. I, I wish I didn't have to sleep. That'd be awesome. Oh my word! I love at sleeping. night. At night, I do too. I love it too. But it'd be great if I didn't have to. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's your coffee shop order? Just cappuccino, whole milk, like okay. classic. There you go. Yeah. Uh, where Where would you build your dream house? New Zealand, probably mm. on the South That's Island. Good. Yeah. What time of day are you most creative? Um, these days, usually in the morning. Um, probably when I was younger, it was late at night. But now that kills me. I did you did it. it during COVID in the I garage. Did. No, I know, and I tried to do it again, and it just about killed didn't me. Didn't work. Well, there's no like, you don't really get to catch up anymore. Yeah. Like when I was young, like I could sleep 
I could sleep in till noon on right, Saturday, even if you work a hard week, but it's just not happen. Like the kids are coming no and you're going to get up. And, I know. When I spend the night yeah. over here. Oh, I know. Boom, boom, you boom, hear boom, it. There they come. <laughs> so now it's early. It's early in the morning. Usually the kids roll out when they're in school, they roll out at seven. So there's a thing. Um, when the analytical part of your mind kicks in, it starts telling the creative side that everything you do is not good because um, they, the two sides of your brain have two different functions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I have to really create my ideas before the editor starts telling me stuff is bad. Well, thank you. That's very helpful. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Uh, okay. Would you rather be the funniest or smartest person in the room? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the smartest. <laughs> uh, best advice you've ever received. Best advice I've ever received. Um, I don't know. The That's best. a hard one to think of fast. That is a really hard one. I'm trying to think of the last time I received advice. Never sit um, with your back to an open door. <laughs> oh, wait. That's if you're in the mafia. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. This is... Uh, when I was young, and say when I left our job to do music full time, yeah, I know this advice. I there was a man who said, because um, we were, you know, we were in. He was in church, and so this is what this is his language. But I know what he was saying. He's like, he said, people going to call you and they're going to ask you to come do stuff. He's like, and your first response is going to be to want to be like, yeah, let me pray about it, which really meant let me think about it. He's like, don't. He's like, just go do it. <laughs> He's like, start praying about it when you have so many opportunities that you can't do along. He's like, but at first you want to take every single opportunity. So as a musician and as an artist and as a entrepreneur, I would say that was probably the best advice. Now, obviously I'd give myself different advice for relationships or for mm-hmm. like, I, I think the other thing, um, uh, oh, I don't know. That's probably the best advice I can think of. Yeah, I thought that was, I think, yeah. especially for that time in y'all's yeah. life, that was really good advice. Yeah. Well, you want to pick and choose. And that's the thing. You don't really get to pick and choose. You just get to do what comes your way. Yeah. And if you pass on too many things, you don't get especially to go back and do those young. things. Especially yeah. when you're young and you have the energy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I heard a psychologist energy. say one time, I heard a psychologist say one time that your job when you're young is to push the limits. Mm-hmm. You know, find out. You want to push yourself as far as you can go. And then you want to go over the limits so that you can step back and say, okay, I've learned the limit. limits are yeah and and that's a really big part of being young it's like you kind of want to be conservative when you're older and you want to be a little more wild when you're younger so that you can figure out how things work yeah. so that advice would be bad for some people and better for others that's true i had a lot of friends who were very um who weren't so wild when they were young and then at a point they kind of freaked out because they never they they felt like they missed out a part of their life, but then they freaked out when they had kids and marriages and got divorced. Be wild you know, it's like it's if you had to choose, it's like you should have huh. been a little bit off the chain when you were younger. It's probably really not good for a lot of people out there. There's a lot of people out there who want to do stupid stuff, and you're going to use what I just said as an excuse. Well, don't. Yeah. Thirty five and over. Do not. Yeah. Well, but then, but then, but then, spiritually though, yeah. it's almost the opposite. You actually want to be more um i think a little more religious when you're younger because you you're learning how to be a human you know you want to be disciplined when you're younger mm-hmm. then as you get older you don't you you actually want to open up and you want to like when you're old enough to sort of make good choices you want to read you know like 
stuff that maybe dangerous material or <laughs> yeah. you want to like you want to yeah. see things and you, you know you want to read books by people that you're probably not going to agree with yeah you know but, but you have the wisdom to handle it hopefully yeah hopefully yeah yeah so <laughs> it's work. yeah anyway so that's all real complex but yeah <laughs> cool yeah i love it thank you Jomar. yeah well, thank yeah, you yeah this was awesome that's wonderful that's so good friend good. friendship is good isn't it Brother-in-law. Brother-in-law. No, we're actually related. I know, I'm, I'm like, yeah. when I said family, I'm like, no, no, no legit. Really? <laughs> I keep forgetting, too, because I feel like you guys are my yeah, favorite well. family. <laughs> you're, you're part of us. I know. I've, grew up, I've grown up with you guys more than my own family, in a way. I, mean, I love my own family, yeah. but you know what I mean. Yeah. The music, yeah. probably, the outro music probably started about a minute ago. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I'm just like... Are you hear people out. laughing yeah. in the background? <laughs> if you're interested in finding out more about Worship Union, check out our website in the show notes where you can meet the team and customize your coaching. Until next time, live on fire. Live on fire.